Hello, this is Chris Iavana. I am the Fixed Income Specialist here at GWK, and this is the Q4 Taxable Bond Podcast. I'm going to take a few minutes today to provide a brief overview of some of the major themes of the past three months, briefly touch on the performance of our strategies, and discuss our positioning and outlook as we move into the new year. Fixed income markets saw mixed performance in the fourth quarter amid concerns about anemic global growth, the rising threat of deflation, and the implications of falling energy prices. First, the positive news, which showed that GDP grew at the fastest pace in more than 10 years. We also saw improving jobs numbers, and the manufacturing and service sectors of the economy were both in expansion mode. However, this news proved to be little comfort to bond investors who focused instead on weakness internationally. Growth and inflation have been uncomfortably low in Europe and Japan. Geopolitical tensions continue, and the severe drop in oil prices and concerns of a possible Ebola pandemic have added to investor concerns. The U.S. stood apart from the rest of the world with respect to monetary policy as well, as QE3 came to an end and the Fed adopted increasingly hawkish language. On the other hand, the ECB and Bank of Japan ramped up asset purchases and suggested further easing may be needed. And so interest rates extended their year-to-date rally on the back of both a flight to quality and demand for the relative attractiveness of U.S. debt, ultimately ending the year near historic lows. The Treasury curve flattened dramatically during the quarter, reaching levels last seen six years ago. The short end rose to a three-year high in response to language from the Fed, implying a significant likelihood that the first rate hike was on schedule for the second quarter. The divergence continues between Fed fund futures which are indicative of the market forecast for rates and what the FOMC members are forecasting. Futures show the market to be a bit more dovish than the FOMC members in rate increases for 2015, but this is especially manifest as we look ahead to 2016. The long end, meanwhile, extended its year-long rally amid worries of weak global growth and falling worldwide inflation, hitting its lowest level in more than two years. The 10-year Treasury yield fell 86 basis points for the year and 32 basis points in the fourth quarter alone. Moving on to performance, uh, the Treasury sector returned 1.93%, outperforming the 1.79% return of the Barclays Aggregate Index. Taxable munis returned 3.63% due to their long duration. Mortgage-backed securities returned 1.79%. Investment-grade corporates added to their strong year-to-date performance by returning 1.77% in the fourth quarter. While spreads widened 19 basis points, that was more than offset by income and the rally in treasuries. High yield, on the other hand, saw its second negative quarter in a row, posting a 1% loss on 59 basis points of spread widening. 
Within high yield, higher quality outperformed with triple Bs outperforming single Bs, which outperformed triple Cs. The most significant driver of high yield performance, particularly among the lower rated bonds, was the energy sector, which comprises about 14 to 15 percent of the overall high yield index. The 42 percent decline in the price of crude oil led to a 10.6 percent sell-off in high yield energy credits. As we move on to performance, given the weakness in high yield, particularly in energy, our performance lagged during the fourth quarter. From an attribution perspective, on the positive side, our allocation to taxable municipals were a benefit because of their longer duration. Our overweight to triple B corporates hurt due to spread widening. And underweight to treasuries was also a detractor as they outperformed the index. Our allocation to higher coupon mortgages was a negative as lower coupon mortgages outperformed in the falling rate environment. And in those strategies, where applicable, the allocation to high yield hurt. I'm happy to report, though, that our performance looks much better for the calendar year 2014. Now let's touch on our outlook. Despite a U.S. economy that continues to show strength, the impending rate hike from the Fed and the implications of falling energy prices will ensure that uncertainty persists in both the interest rate and credit markets. We also anticipate further flattening of the yield curve as we approach the first rate hike. Additionally, the unique strength of the U.S. amid a global economy characterized by the threat of deflation, slow growth, and geopolitical uncertainty should continue to limit upside in rates, as the U.S. both offers safety and attractive relative valuations. Finally, we remain constructive on the high-quality <coughs> spread product, uh, which we expect to benefit from improving economic fundamentals in the U.S. and a worldwide search for yield. Across all of our strategies, duration and curve positioning remains essentially neutral weight. We believe there is room for further bear flattening given the impact of impending Fed action and expectations of low inflation, but to a large extent, we think this story has already been priced in. We maintain our preference for the intermediate maturities, which offer carry and roll that more than offset the risk of rising rates at that part of the curve. We continue to see value in corporate bonds relative to treasuries, particularly following recent spread widening as profitability remains near peak levels and balance sheets remain solid. Corporates also provide a defensive hedge in a rising rate environment. Within investment grade, we still prefer triple B rated credits for their incremental spread over, tr over single A rated credits uh, for acceptable levels of additional risk. We also continue to favor the more cyclical sectors which should benefit from the ongoing U.S. recovery and which offer the best reward for careful security selection. We may remain overweight, high yield, and eligible strategies as well. While we recognize that our prolonged decline in oil prices could lead to an increase in the overall default rate over the next several years, 
credit fundamentals more broadly remain strong and support a benign default outlook outside of the energy space. High yield spreads reached their highest level in more than two years during the quarter and remain 160 basis points above their recent lows, offering not only carry and the potential for spread compression, but also protection against rising rates. We remain neutral on mortgages. Uh, Despite limited room for spread compression here, our higher coupon paper offers downside protection in a rising rate environment, as well as a defensive alternative to credit markets. And this concludes the Q4 2014 Taxable Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you next quarter.